Well, hello and welcome to episode 5 of Life Downloaded, Sweaty Men and Cake. So in today's episode, we have been talking about... Lots of different things. We've been talking about, funnily enough, sweaty men and cake. But we've also been talking about more serious issues, like unwanted contact when you're a disabled person. So just to warn you, we're chatting about that. But it's nothing too serious, but just, you know, making you aware. It's been a good one. We've been talking about sweaty men and cake because on time of recording, this is the day after the sweltering bank holiday, and Bake Off starts tonight. Bake Off! But I don't know whether I'll be watching, so tune in <gasps> and to hear what I think about Bake Off. It's, it gets deep. It does get deep. <laughs> we'll be also talking about Little Lola, update of Little Lola. Oh yeah, we your will. weekly Lola update. And what we've been getting up to in our spare time. Yeah, I might have cheated on Sam. News to me. <laughs> right guys, so this is episode 5. Sweaty Men and Cake, straight after this musical interlude. Everybody, guess what? It's time for episode five. <laughs> you sounded very American then. Did well, I? hey there, everybody. Well, there you go. <laughs> I am Dan Edge, and I am, of course, sat here in Life Downloaded Towers, aka Sam's flat, <laughs> for episode five of Life Downloaded. And of course, it wouldn't be an episode of Life Downloaded without the delectable, self-described <laughs> Sam Rank. How are yes. you doing, Sam? Hello. Sam here. I'm all right. I am. I'm sweating, sweating my boobies off. It I'm is, not going to lie. It is a bit warm. If you can sweat your boobies off, I'm not sure whether that's physically possible. No, but no. I'm sure I'll give it a good go. So yeah, um, I know we joke about naked podcasts, but today we might have to actually get naked oh, because oh. because we are in my little flat. Um, we do not have aircon, unfortunately. Um, and because we have to lock the cat in another room, we can't um, open the front door because uh, she'll escape. And then because of the lovely builders, we can't open the windows. So all in all, this might be the quickest podcast ever Indeed. because we are melting. Melting, uh, melting away. Like ice cream out of the freezer for 10 minutes because... Oh, don't mention ice cream. I really want an ice cream. Who, who doesn't want ice cream? Honestly. Um, but yeah, you know, because it was the bank holiday weekend. We've just got over the bank holiday weekend at the time of recording. Today is the first Tuesday after the bank holiday weekend. Oh, is it only Tuesday? Yeah, it's only Tuesday. Sad. Sad um, <laughs> so it is. It was the warmest August bank holiday oh, on record. Oh, they always say that. I think they make this up. <laughs> Every time it gets hot, it's got it's the hottest day ever, ever. And it's like, um, I think you said that last time. Well, they didn't say it was the hottest day ever, but they said it's the hottest bank August holiday. bank late August bank holiday. Oh, with well, a I don't know. I, I'm a bit dubious to be honest. I don't know the amount of sweat that has come out of me in the last few days. It's quite possible. I know it's disgusting. And do you find being sat in a wheelchair it's kind of even worse so i yeah. just <laughs> i just like, went to the toilet just before we uh um 
we started recording. Good prep, don't want to pee I know, halfway it's through. To get it out before you record. Yeah. Um, and I got back into my chair and I literally couldn't pull my knickers up properly because <laughs> with the, the, the stickiness from the leather chair and the sweaty underwear, um, it was it was uh, something special. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a leather chair. I, I have like a Gore-Tex air type one. So probably got a little bit more air circulation, but... The fact is that my back is quite often just soaking wet. Get because naked, get naked, get naked. Down, 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 down. Only if you pay me and play decent music what? while I do pay it. Pay you? My company is enough pay. You know, it's better than any money just being around me. Well, it is a highlight of my week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's blinking hot. Did you do anything exciting over the bank holiday weekend? I did. I've been working. So I um, co-presented, but it's not even co because there was like three of us. That's still co. Is that still co-presenting? Yeah, I thought co was like for two. Or no, I, I, think co- I think co-presenting is just like... It can be like 50 people. Yeah, okay. exactly. So I co-presented a radio show called Badass Women. Because of course you are. I am a badass woman. Yeah. Which is on talk radio. Um, and it was Badass Radio XL. So it was Ooh. from 7 till 10. Which is really strange for me because I am a morning person. I'm very used to getting up early, um, doing all my work. And then by midday, like you know, pretty much going, oh, I'm pretty much done. And doing morning television, so you have to get up stupid early. So this was a bit of a reversal where I had to work till 10 o'clock. And I know for a lot of people that you're probably thinking that's not late. But when you're, like, when you're normally in bed by 10 o'clock, that's quite extreme. I was exhausted. Uh, I'm sure you were. You see, I'm the other way around. Having done sort of theatre shows... And, and wrestling shows, people like to come to stuff in the evening. Yeah. So I'm I'm wired the other way, that that would have been comfortable for me in an early morning start. I'm like... <laughs> no, and yeah, no, I couldn't. And I couldn't date anyone who's a night person, unfortunately. So, again, I'm still single. She's still so single. It's, she's it's, still looking. Yeah. But night people, But sorry. night people, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, morning, I need a morning person so we can go for a stroll or something like that. Vampires, consider yourself yeah. discounted. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. For those that want to listen to badass women, do they have like a talk radio playery type? Yeah. Thing? So I think if you go on any of their social media, they've got if you if you just look on talk radio, that's got all their uh, their um, series, you know, all their shows, shall I say? Okay. But um, Twitter, it is bad- at badass women. So you can check that out, and I will probably put a link on my social media anyway Go um, for it. to the to the show because it was a really good show. It was very interesting. We had some very powerful, influential, inspiring women, and I got to interview them. So it was fab, and I got a free book. Free which is book, kind of cool because when you have an author on the show um, or someone promoting something, you, I didn't realize this. You they send you all the free stuff. I think. You're supposed to have read it beforehand. That, that's but, kind of the thing, I think. But, so you know what you're talking about. But actually, yeah. you only get handed it just before the show. So it's a, this is trade secret. I probably shouldn't be saying this, <gasps> should I? Dun, dun. Uh, but it was funny because I didn't realise that. And then when the author left, I went, oh, I can't wait to start reading it. Mm. I was like, whoops. Probably Ooh, shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But anyway, it was good. How about you, Dan, man? Yeah, Um. well, I have to make a confession. Oh, so. God. Do I want to know? I, I may have cheated on you a little bit. What? Yeah. 
What? I've been on another podcast. Oh, how dare you? Well, I'm... Sorry. <laughs> all right, so did I, so we're even. It's fine. Oh, it's all coming out now. It's all coming out. <laughs> um, no, I was um, recently on the next episode podcast from Amazing. the BBC. Amazing. Um, talking about accessible fashion. Fab. Do you know what? I was supposed to do that too, and I couldn't because I was getting my teeth taken out. Oh. So I could have been on there with you. See, we could have live downloaded tag teamed it. We could have. I know, but I couldn't, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, how did it go? Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, we talk about accessible fashion, and the guys at the the BBC. Do the I don't know if anybody listens to the next episode podcast. If you don't do, it's kind of cool. Um, it's only about sort of fifteen minutes. It's only a short one. Why aren't we doing that? What fifteen minutes? Yeah, podcast? in and out, in and out. That's how I like it. Well, hey, do well, I? Mm. We're, we're not going to make comment mm. on that, Sam. No, we're not. <laughs> but but yeah, they do fifteen minutes, and it's all edited with some music, and it's all kind of good. They use stuff from like the BBC introducing stage and. But yeah, so we talked about accessible fashion for a bit. Um, I talked about it from a bloke's perspective, because guess what, people? Blokes like to look good too. Yeah, Um, of course. So yeah, it's worth a listen. Check it out. Um, And as a side note, um, a guy that I want to date needs to look good, as in know how to dress as well. So early morning people and good dressers. Okay, so you're getting getting your tick boxes, gents, if you're listening. Dress well. I'm assuming they need to smell good. Yes, and I'm very, very particular. So if I don't like it... So my hairstylist wears one. It's really expensive and I can't stand it. So he literally wears something different when he comes to cut my hair. Bless him. At least you've had the conversation. I I have. I'm like a pregnant woman. Like It makes me quite nauseous. Nauseated or nauseous? I always get confused with them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, So I was on a podcast as well. So the the celebrity kind of booker showbiz editor, I think the term is, for talk radio, Johnny um, Seifert. I think it's Seifert, Seifert, yeah. Um, Sorry, Johnny. Johnny, feel free to email us. Yeah, I'm so... Well, Johnny kept calling me Samantha Renke. So, I mean, Johnny, I don't really care if I didn't get your name right. (laughs) Like, you know... Karma. Karma's a bitch. (laughs) basically um yeah so johnny has a podcast and it is called it's okay not to be okay so it's a lot about mental health okay so you uh you know it's kind of a subject for me that i am very passionate about mm-hmm. and i talk very openly about so yeah so i'm glad that we've experienced all the podcastees yeah we're, so if you're not getting enough of our voices on life downloaded <laughs> of course you're, you're not and you're like i need more sam and dan in my life mm. check out badass women who doesn't check out check out johnny's podcast yeah. over on talk radio check out bbc next episode they're on the iplayers do you think we're the... being too good to promote everyone else i hope they're doing the same about us they should do bbc next episode no sort i'll be having words talk Johnny. radio Johnny. sort it out um, but no, you know, have a listen. They have do some listen. good stuff. But but don't cheat on us too often. Come back. Oh, there goes the builders. Uh, you the can build- hear them. Yeah, the builders are still oh, here. Oh, lovely builders. Um, are you still perving, Sam? No, do you know what, though? I was really <laughs> glad that for the whole bank holiday they didn't work. Normally they work on a Saturday and they weren't there. So I was like, thank... I was going to really swear then, but thank goodness. Um, we haven't we haven't e-label swearing. Yeah, I, I know, but it's not it's not very ladylike, I suppose, is it? 
Um, well, what is ladylike anymore? I mean, there is another whole, whole different uh, story. Indeed. Um, yes. So it was quite nice because you don't realise that when you are in a surrounding where there's constant drills and loud noise, you you zone out on quite a lot of it. But then, yeah. but then when it's not there, you realise how much it actually impacts on your anxiety and your your like well-being because it's just like it's just intense. Anywho. Did you did you have that moment though, like because you've listened to it for so long that because it was so quiet you thought you thought something was wrong? Yeah, a little bit on the you Saturday. Like... I was like, what? Huh? What? What? <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so they're back and forth force, but I do feel for them today because it is blinking boiling. Yeah, and they've got to wear all their high vis, high vis and hard of. hats. Yeah, and... God bless them. No, they... So maybe I could go over there in a bikini later and offer like some water. I'm sure they um, would thoroughly enjoy that. You know, hi boys, <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, right, it, so but do they dress me... well and smell well? <gasps> you know, of... I don't know. I like a bit of sweat. Um, I like smelling armpits. You know? Okay. You know, like when, well, you won't know, but, um, <laughs> well, like ladies, you'll agree, like men where they've got the natural odour. I don't think it works the same for women, but men, they've got like quite a nice, um, odour when they sweat a little bit and it's quite nice when they've got like, you know, just, you just lay under their armpit. No? Anyone? Uh, I'm feeling so that I'm learning stuff right now. Yeah. Ladies, please feel free to tweet the Life Downloaded yeah. Twitter or Instagram. I do. I like a bit of hair as well. Well, you know. You know. Anyway, on to serious <laughs> things. Serious things? Because um, we probably should um, talk about something that's quite more profound than um, sweaty builders. Um, I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if you want us to talk about sweaty builders... <laughs> I know. Tweet us, please. You can um, tell we've had some time off and it's a bit more relaxed, can't you? It's like... <laughs> no, it's the heat. We're going absolutely deluded. That's what it is. Um, so I write for the Metro. Um, you do? And... The, my most recent um, Metro article was about inappropriate touching when you Ooh. have a disability. Hello. Now, the, the, uh, this came about basically because a, a, a Dr. Hannah Mason Bish, uh, who is a criminologist, um, her, she wanted to have a look at hate crime amongst um, wi- uh, women with disabilities. And obviously, you know, hate crime in 2003... Um, disability hate crime became recognised in 2003 but um, it it kind of never really mentioned anything specific to do with women or those that um, identify as non-binary specifically to them because obviously you know um, like women do experience different forms of 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 hate and violence that they're men so she she came up with this project so it's called the private places public spaces research project and you can actually go online um and and have a look at that so it's the private places public spaces research project um i think they've got their own website um i think it's just them words i should probably check this but yeah type if you put that into a search engine it will most definitely come up and she invited women to and non-binary people to share their experience of harassment and it was quite staggering because she found that many of the women who took part in the research project experienced a variety of unwanted uh, touching in public and, you know, on a daily basis. You know, this included um, grabbing, like poking, pushing, punching um, and and even like being dragged. Um, and she came up with this in correlation with um, 
um, you know, uh, this this concept called intersectionality. Now, intersectionality is a completely new word for me, but I actually got asked at a Red Cross event the other day how inter- intersectionality influenced me. And basically what it means is that, so as a disabled person, I get prejudice and discrimination on a daily basis, but mm. do my other identities, i.e. me being a woman, do I also see discrimination? And I never really thought about that. My disability or my disability identity had always taken over um, in my life because that's how it affected my, you know, my disability affected me on a daily basis. And, you know, actually thinking about it, being a woman on top of that meant that I faced different forms of prejudice. So um, have you heard of intersectionality, uh, Dan? Um, I'm trying to think. I possibly have, but at the same time, you know, I... I am um, a big into the disabled community and that sort of section, but at the same time, I'm a white straight male, mm. so I don't necessarily, I won't have intersectionality because of my race necessarily. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not to say that it doesn't happen, but it happens a lot less. Mm. Um, and the same with my sexuality. I'm a straight. I'm straight, so I'm, I don't have the intersectionality from, you know having a dis- different sexual preference exactly. or, or if you yeah or if you're trans or again non-binary exactly yeah? so i don't necessarily um have the experience of it but i i have to admit that it does happen it's got to do you think maybe women not thinking that your genitalia work or that you'd be able to bear have children do you think that might come into it you know, because you're a wheelchair user, um, so obviously, uh, you know, bits down there obviously can't work. Oh, do, you well. reckon, do you reckon that's a form of prejudice that you would, uh, as you said, as a as someone that doesn't necessarily feel like they are, you know, are discriminated for other other identities? Mm. Do you reckon that would you would that be fair to say? Have you ever experienced that? Oh, I've been asked that question many times. Yeah. You know, does it all work? Can I have kids? Yeah. Uh, and the answer, you know, just throwing this out there, just in case anybody is genuinely wondering, <laughs> yes and yes. yes. However, <laughs> I am not the person to have kids because I don't personally want exactly, them. Exactly, but that's a personal for, for, choice. Yeah, that's a personal choice. That's nothing to do with my impairment. Nothing to do with any of that. It's just Kids are smelly. So we don't like it. But I suppose as well, um, maybe not so much now, but maybe back in the day, the man would be the breadwinner. He would be the one, you know, the supportive, the strong kind Mm. of. I'm not saying that you're not strong, but you know what I mean? Jim will pay off. It will. Yeah, the gym will pay off. (laughs) But you know what I mean? This, This image of a man bringing home the bacon, being that strong, protective person. And unfortunately, that's not the view of a, a man in a wheelchair. Not, not no. That's not the view. I'm not saying that's the, the reality. It's not the stereotypical view. But it's not this. It? Yeah, exactly. I think that would be maybe how, how you know, you would face, you would, you would experience intersectionality. I suppose for me, there's two different, two different elements of kind of um, inappropriate touching. There is that sexual nature. I've been, you know, kind of inappropriate comments being made to me about. Um, my size or you know particularly when I started having like puberty like you know um, people would comment I think because they weren't expecting me to like grow boobs you know um, okay. things like that so like inappropriate comments by men you know patting me on the head um, I've had guys come up to me and like kind of want to 
give me a high five in a bar, even though I'm, you know, getting drunk like everyone else. I'm not a child. Um, and then I've also had incidences where I've um, been in a sexual experience where I've I've kind of been like, no, this isn't for me. And I've like, even been kissing someone and like pulled away and they've actually grabbed my wheelchair to bring me back towards them. Wow. So, you know, like that kind of male dominance, you wouldn't, that would be just literally like grabbing someone and grabbing them by their arms and pulling them back in yeah. to, to kiss. And I, th- I think this is, this is a discussion worth having. I mean, it moves away from... intersectionality I will try and say that properly Mm. Um, a little bit but it's the whole concept that being a wheelchair user that wheelchair for you whatever that may be powered chair manual chair whatever is part of your personal space of course it is it's part of you and a lot of not everybody you know I never this is never tarring anybody completely because but a lot of people don't make that association um you know essentially touching somebody's wheelchair without permission would be like grabbing their bum without permission or you know pulling their hair without permission i'm using somewhat ridiculous examples because i'm thinking off the top of my head but it's a case of a lot of non-disabled people mm. don't make the association of wheelchair being personal space. And can I also say, like, people say to me, you know, if you've got my handbag on the back of my chair, what if you get stolen? I tell you something, if someone even lightly touches my wheelchair, that feeling ricochets through my body. Mm. So even just grabbing someone's chair, someone like me, if I've got a fracture or if I've got backache, or if someone's got, um, you know, kind of sores, like pressure sores, you even touching the wheelchair can cause pain, because you can feel that movement. Or do you, would you agree, Dan? Oh, even yeah. T- if you can feel, mm. like, you know, even if someone knocks you slightly, you can feel it goes all the way through. That's yeah. why, you know, when um, you're in a taxi, if you stay in your wheelchair, um, the taxi, there's no suspension at all. So the taxi should go relatively slowly, you know, because you feel everything mm-hmm. through your chair. And, you know, I've had one incident where I was uh, going to a meeting in central London um, and the taxi driver just wasn't sure where he should drop me off. It was a very awkward space. And then we went round and round and round about three times and then he eventually dropped me somewhere where he assured me that's where the building was. I'd never been there before, so I I, I was clueless. So he kind of dropped me off at the bottom and then I realised the door to the entrance was kind of up a hill, a little bit of a hill. Um, I couldn't get hold of anyone who was supposed to be meeting me, so I started to make my own way up this hill. Now, I don't have the uh, upper body strength, so for me, you know, it's, it's not, it wasn't the easiest thing, but it, no. but I was, it, was, it was doable. Well, I, I mean, I was going slow like a snail, but it was doable, you know? Um, and then all of a sudden, someone just came from behind me and grabbed me uh, and pushed me up quite fast, actually, up mm. the hill. So again, it scared me. I don't think his English was very good, so it, I couldn't even communicate with him. Um, I didn't have my seatbelt on, so he could have tipped me out. Um, you know, there was. I felt very vulnerable. I felt quite violated. But all in all, he thought that he was doing me a favour. Yeah, and, you know, without wanting to sound like the voice of everybody, just leave us alone, because it's not that case. No, not we at are, all. We understand that, you know... 
it, for example, the example that Sam just gave, that gentleman wanted to try and help. Yeah. However, the issue is, is if you were a man or a woman or, or however you identify, because obviously, you know, there is more than man and woman, everybody identifies differently, whatever, um, and you were walking along the street as a non-disabled person and you were walking up a hill, it is essentially the equivalent of somebody walking up behind you, picking you up and carrying mm. That is That is the non-disabled equivalent. How would you feel if somebody picked you up and carried you, just walked up behind you... Didn't say anything to you. Didn't say anything to you, just sweeped your legs away, picked you up and walked up a hill. Now, that might be somewhat farcical and people might be laughing as they hear me say that, but that is essentially the equivalent. If you do not ask first, that is essentially what you are doing. It is, and I think, again, I rely on people's kindness on a daily basis and I'm quite open to go, Oi, mate, will you... You know, grab me that from the top shelf. Mm. Uh, and it's not a dirty magazine, I can assure you. Uh, I, get, I get all that on the <laughs> uh, internet. Are you, uh, <laughs> there we go. Um, you know, so I... Are you, uh, are you listening, men that smell good? Uh, exactly. Uh, men that smell. Hey, nice smell. Um, <laughs> I did say men know, that smell good. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, you're putting me off now. Because uh, I'm getting thinking of nice smelling men. Um, um, oh my gosh, you really have put me off. Um <laughs> Well, you talk for a minute. What am I doing? That's so what? bad of you. You're well, naughty, <laughs> naughty, naughty pod husband. I've, I've apparently got some all flustered. Oh my goodness, you totally have. Um, oh no, so uh, I, don't, I really don't know. Carry on talking. Carry on talking. Oh my goodness, this is going terribly, terribly wrong. It's going terribly um, wrong, but terribly right um, at the same time. No, exactly. No, I rely on people on a on a you know on a daily basis, and I think some people said to me like. Um, so they've encountered some disabled people that have been quite aggressive and said no and, you know, don't need your help. And they'd be like, oh, well, I'm never going to offer help ever again. Look, you know, there's a way of going about help. And I think sometimes um, non-disabled people look at disabled people and think that we're struggling or that we automatically need help just because we are doing things slightly different to how they would do it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they need help so if you do offer help i mean don't ever stop you know don't stop being a kind person even if you have maybe had a bad experience that someone's snapping at you you know what uh, not everyone will react that way to to you offering help so that's the first advice don't stop asking uh, offering help but if they say no um take it that they mean no um i mean i don't mean to get like all me too on you or anything but i hate it when i say no i'm all right thanks and then people insist anyway because it's yep. this, this very ableist attitude that again you must be struggling because you're disabled no we're not like the way i make a cup of tea to any onlooker it looks probably quite dangerous and a little bit you know risque because i'm balancing it on my leg and doing all sorts of things but that's how i make a cup of tea it's quite theatrical i have to say it is quite theatrical but have i ever spilt a cup of tea no i haven't not to my knowledge probably because i'm northern and tea is like gold um, very, very precious. Um, you're, you're just plugging for that Yorkshire tea ad. I, I am. Oh, well, I'm Lancashire though, so it's, uh, it's oh, not, not oh, the right Oh, controversial, controversial. I know, you said something quite controversial there. <laughs> you know, uh, and again, ask. It's like if you wanted to assist someone who's blind or with a visual impairment. You know, um, when I deliver training, I always say, let, let them take your arm because they have then control. 
if someone grabs you, they could lead you into a into a bus, and you won't have <laughs> you won't have any control over it. So I think you know, just ask and don't assume that all people with disabilities are the same. So what you know, ask me um, how I'd like to be pushed would be very different to how Dan would be want to be pushed. Because I've got brittle bones, I've got to take more into consideration when I'm going up and down curbs. Dan, you know, if to be, well, I mean, to be honest, Dan, if you fell out your chair, you'd hurt yourself, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. Yeah, I for bounce. me, it could be fatal. Yeah, you, you know, so you don't bounce like me. Exactly. So I think just, just ask. Don't kind of shy away. Don't think that this is the disabled community attacking. Uh, nice, genuine people. But you know, all you need to do is ask first. I don't, I don't understand what, what isn't kind of clear about that that's just is that not just respect for another human being yeah i think like i say a lot of it genuinely comes from a good place Mm. i get that totally do um but you wouldn't walk up to somebody that wasn't disabled in the street Mm. randomly pick them up you know unless it's you're newly married and it's your your new (laughs) partner and you're carrying them over the threshold exactly which is kind of weird anyway but you know unless you were going to do that that's socially accepted Mm. but you're not carrying me over a threshold at least i don't think you are Mm. um my girlfriend might have issues with that (laughs) let let alone my pod wife Um, i know right never mind your girlfriend i'll be livid (laughs) so so you know ask first guys and besides Generally, people freak out when they try and push me because I've got no handles on my chair. Ah, yes, yes. I have no handles on my wheelchair. So then you go to try and push me and you're like, "Um, uh, where do I push from? (laughs) You don't. That's kind of the point. Um, So this um, study, if you have got your own experiences to share, I definitely think you should um, check it out. So Dr. Hannah Mason Bish... Uh, double barrel name. Um, uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you had to say that. Yeah, too. and it is the Private Places, Public Spaces Research Project. Um, if you feel brave enough to share your experience, please do so, because the more experience uh, experiences uh, and stories that um, are shared on this platform, you know, hopefully it will change policy. Mm. Uh, and it will make it, you know, kind of a recognisable criminal offence, particularly, you know, amongst women to to not touch inappropriately and safeguard, you know, um, disabled women. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and from from my straight white male perspective, you know, there's t- and I, I mean, I work in professional wrestling, so. I've been I've been touched in ways that other people wouldn't <laughs> even dream of, but the difference is that that is consensual, mm. and that's what it boils down to, guys and girls and everybody in between. Exactly. So I really I really appreciate studies like this because they are it is a taboo subject, and you know we are very British about things, but um, you know from from the research that's already been collated. You know, there's some really shocking stories there. So this is not, uh, you know, an is- these aren't isolated events. You know, this is something that many disabled women are experiencing. So it's really uh, important. So thanks again, uh, Dr. Hannah. Yes. Um, you are doing a fantastic job. We applaud you. And I actually need to share mine on there. See, this is what happened. When I wrote it for the Metro, I shared everything on there, but I forgot to share it on the research page. And the so research I, page is the important one. Yes, exactly. So I will be doing that. So anyway, that was quite an in-depth, heavy, heavy 
Every topic? Yeah, we went from sweaty builders we to that. Go. <laughs> you never know what to expect on an episode of Life Downloaded. You really, Loaded. really don't. So, I... Um, what else have we been up to? What else have we been up to? Well, I've been redesigning my website, trying to make it look nice. swanky. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh! Go and, on. Uh, I, with my girlfriend, I baked a cake over the weekend. Did you? Well, actually, did you just watch or did you actually no, help? I, I participated. Oh, and did you find it therapeutic? I quite enjoy baking, but... I, I do need to be doing it with... It needs to be tag-teamed. Yeah, no, with... I do. I, I'm a very, very messy baker. I enjoy it because, obviously, coming from a German background, my mum is very, very good at baking. Is she? Yeah, well, I think I think it is a very German thing because we have, we have cafe and kuchen um, in the afternoon, so 2 o'clock normally, traditionally is, in is Germany. That like, is that like the German like version afternoon of tea. afternoon tea? Yeah, yeah. cafe and kuchen. Ooh. Coffee and cake. Coffee and cake. Um, oh. And, you know, the cakes out there, the torta, uh, are like out of this world. Oh. Like, really, like, they're a bit crappy here, you know, you go to, <laughs> go to M&S, it's like you get a sloppy whatever yeah. you get. Well, you um, see, you and know, it you costs £4, you know. <laughs> Um, but over in Germany, because it, it's like a proper ritual, particularly within uh, ladies uh, uh, and gentlemen of a certain age, shall La- we say. Ladies that lunch. And- Lady, uh, you know, they all go... So, yeah, I'm missing that. I need to go back to Germany. So my grandma had passed away, not this... Last, last August. So I don't really have that many connections with Germany, but I'm thinking, Dan, hmm. of maybe surprise, taking my sister and my mum... Uh, taking them to Germany. Okay. Just because, for one reason or other, I didn't go to my grandma's funeral, which mm-hmm. I still still kind of haunts me a little bit today. Yeah. Um. So it'd be nice to go back because I really do. It's 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 funny, isn't it? I was three months old when I moved over here, but I very much feel um An a, attachment ger- a to real Germany. attachment to Germany. I mean, it is in my blood, obviously. Of course. But I do like there's a when I go home there, which I actually call home as well. I do. I two homes mm. um i do get this kind of warm warm feeling you know but i think that's because intermittently i did spend quite a lot of time when i was a, a, a child uh, and good you know associated with good memories etc so yeah i think i might do that so we went from cake to germany oh but well, you see the go- two go hand in hand indeed and going back to cake yes one of the reasons i talked about it is Quite exciting times if you watch telly. Oh, Bake Off. It starts tonight. Oh, does it? It does. I've never gotten into it. Have you never gotten into the Bake Off? No, I haven't because I don't like shows. Not that I'm saying I will not be on a show like that because all offers are... um, (laughs) Yeah, Stand Up to Cancer Bake Off. Um, Give us a shout. We'll tag team. Oh, I don't know, actually. I think I'd panic with that. Would you? Uh, Yeah, I really would. Like I'd be horrendous, I think. Um, It's a pressure. I I can bake... But it's the pressure that will get uh, to me. You're, no, you're I, a chilled out baker. I don't like, and a messy baker. I don't <laughs> like to um, commit to a show that kind of takes over your life. I know that you've got lots of ways of catching up on things, but do you know what I mean? Like I just don't. Do you, do you think Bake Off would take over your life? Then? A little bit. What, a little bit. See, everybody's got those shows. What what show? Because, like, you've obviously got past experience of this. I can hear it in your voice. What show took over your life? Um, that oh, you're I used now... to be obsessed with, like, Hollyoaks, Neighbours, and EastEnders. Uh, uh, no, not EastEnders, Home and Away. Ah, uh, you're, you're a big soap I soap used girl. to be, and now I don't watch any. Yeah, see, I, I've i auditioned for the soaps, but I'm not an avid watcher of the mm. soaps. Um, it's probably where, we, where, where we're going wrong, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to Bake Off, I Good. have to say. The only problem with Bake Off 
is that every time I watch it, I want to eat cake. Yeah, I think that might be <laughs> or bread an issue. or whatever week they're doing. That might be an issue for me as well. I want to eat cake, cake or bread or whatever time. week it all is on Bake Off. If they're making <laughs> biscuits, I want biscuits. I might, we... maybe I might, maybe I might dip my toe in this time. Dip. Well, it starts. I'll to, see. It starts tonight. Do you know what? The only reason I kind of regret not watching these programs, not for the enjoyment of the programs, but you feel a little bit like a leper. Like, um, if you don't know what everybody else is talking about, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't do, I, I didn't watch Love Island for that no, reason. No, I then, didn't watch Love Island. And then the thing is, because now I'm doing more radio and bits and bobs and TV bits that you know, you could, it's current affairs, I suppose, isn't it? Popu- it is. is it popular, popular culture, culture, darling. So I feel like maybe I do, maybe for work purposes. <laughs> exactly. I will there you go. E cake. <laughs> You will eat cake for work. Um, I thought I'd give the uh, this is a little bit of a uh, Lola update. So oh. Lola is enjoying us the hot weather. She's having she's, a nap. She's having a nap, or she's forced her to have a nap. Um, God bless her. No, I, I just I'd just like to point out for those that are you know slightly concerned, please do not call the RSPCA. <laughs> I mean, she's Sam, perfectly fine. Because so far she said I've locked her in the room <laughs> no, no, and she, forced her to have no, a nap. She's a. <laughs> She's got her poo pot in there. She's got her water and her food and all her toys. So do not worry. And I've opened a window. So she is good. She's, do not worry. She's good. She's good. Yeah, I, I just realised that you were like, I'm forced I forced the cat to take really a bad. nap and locked her in a room. Go to sleep. So I just wanted to throw that out. Go to sleep. Um, yeah, she's doing well. I am trying to train her because she started biting a little bit too much. Uh, I know she's a kitten, but I've been doing a lot of, like, you know, parenting reading, and it says that, you know, um, they, they're they not really supposed to bite hands and feet, because obviously that is for gentle tro- stroking and feeding, so every, and she was, like, attacking guests and things. So, <laughs> I, I can vouch for this. Yeah. I, I mean, have been Lola's climbing kind friend. of cute. But you don't want to, she's tiny now, so you don't want that to escalate when she's, like, huge. So anyway, so I've been doing some training. Um, she's very clever. I mean, this is what I like about these Sphinx cats. They are highly intelligent, like to a scary degree. Um, so she's already cottoning on. But she's kind of a little bit in a huff with me now. Because now all of a sudden, I'm always like the play mummy, playful mummy, letting her do everything. And now I am the disciplinarian. Ooh. And now she kind of like, is a bit like, screw you, mum. Yeah. Um, so that makes you're, me a bit You're sad. essentially dealing with the cat version of a teenager. I am, but yeah. I looked it up and she's slowly going into her teenage thing, so it might be to do with that as well. She's got a teenage cat. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Player episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it'll be fine. I know, I know, God bless her. Anyway, I'm not going to lie, I'm sweating uh, profusely. Um, I think we, <laughs> I think we need to end this, babes. Because right. I, I need to get naked. Oh, well, there's a thought. I, I would just like to point out to my girlfriend, Sam will get naked on her own time. Yes, yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, but it's all good. Um, once again, Sam's thrown me out. Last yeah. time it was food. Yeah. Uh, now she just wants to get naked. Yeah. So <laughs> on that note, everybody, <laughs> thank you for listening to episode five of Life Downloaded. Also, just before we disappear... Mm. Um, we, no, no, it's just something I wanted to throw out there. We have had a couple of tweets saying people have had issues with episode four on Spotify. Um, I'm going to try and sort it. Haven't had a chance to look at it yet. But please do remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Deezer, Stitcher, 
all those kind of places. And if all else fails, head to lifedownloaded.com so you don't miss out on all exactly. the podcasts. Exactly, no fun. excuse, no excuses. But I will try and wrap Spotify over the knuckles and say, what are you doing? People are trying to listen, you ridiculous It's nice that people, people are listening. Indeed. So thanks for letting us know that stuff was going wrong. I'm going to do my best to sort it. Hurrah. But this has been... Oh, what we haven't done, Sam? Oh, what, what, what? We haven't named this one. Oh, I don't... Um, sweaty sweaty men. Sweaty men. Are we calling it the oh, Sweaty yeah. Men podcast? The Sweaty Men podcast. Sweaty Men Cake. Sweaty Men and Cake? Sweaty Men and Cake. Sweaty Men there and Cake. There you go, there boom. Go. Episode five. That's what you've been listening to, Sweaty everybody. Men and Cake. Sweaty Men and That's Cake. That's a good visual <laughs> imagery there for you. Hurrah. Uh, right, let's go, because I'm really... It feels like I've wet my pants. Okay, okay. let's go. <laughs> So, this has been episode five, Sweaty Men and Cake. I have been Dan Edge. And I have been Samantha Rank. This has been Life Downloaded. And we shall see you all for episode six. Goodbye. See you later.